Hello, you're listening to Design Talk, a podcast that shares the insights of interior design and wellness. My name is Priscilla Joseph, founder and principal designer of LPD Studio, Olive Fanatic, and I'm here to bring you on an interior design journey that inspires, shares the process, and gives you practical interior design and wellness tips that can transform your home. We are taking a shift. We are taking a big shift to season two. And we are going to be sharing rich content that you will be able to take and apply to your home. Whether you're a homeowner or renter, it's all for you. I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys are staying safe in this pandemic. It is absolutely crazy when we think about what's going on in this world. But my focus today is honestly to help you in your home. Now, prior to COVID-19, according to EPA's report, 90% of Americans spent their time indoors. 90%. And I would say that this stat similarly reflects Canadians. Now, think about it. If you occupy a job or you're in an educational system, at least eight hours of our day is spent in school or at work. Now, the 10% possibly represents travel time or recreational time. Either you're walking your dog, you're going out for your, your daily walk or even a run. But the remaining of that percentage is spent either in our homes, at a fitness or sports facility, recreational center, wellness center, you name it. Now, the point is we spent 90% of our time indoors. During this pandemic, we are most likely spending 97% to 99% of our time indoors. That's an entire day. We're almost spending 24 hours confined in our home. I mean, it's not confined. We're safe at home, (laughs) but we're still spending it in an interior space. The EPA's report shows that some pollutants are often two to five times higher indoors than the typical outdoor concentrations. Now, how's that how's that even possible? I mean, it's pretty obvious that outdoor air pollution is worse. I mean, we see the cars outside, we see the trucks and traffic, industrial farming, agriculture, factories, construction, you name it. But the Well Building Standards explains that indoor air quality can be degraded by these outdoor sources as well as by off-gassing from building materials. That's that's a key word, off-gassing. And Health Canada breaks it down to us in the simplest form. They tell us that key indoor activities can generate indoor air pollutants, including smoking, heating, activities related to your garage, and even cooking. Now, I have this specific breakdown in the show notes, um, which I formulated into an excellent resource blog post that you can refer to, but it shows how different compounds and different particular matter off gases and is broken down within your home. 
There are also different items and products that are contributing to a poor indoor air quality within your home. There are products such as candles, uh, incense, even cleaning products. There are personal care products, uh, cosmetic, perfume that are actually releasing chemicals into your air. Um, even hobbies, some certain hobbies can release gas and particles such as woodworking, cra uh, craft, uh, arts and craft. So when you're using glue, there's off gassing when you're using these chemicals within your home. Also damp areas in your home, so places like shower, basements, are sources for biological pollutants like bacteria, mold, and even fungi. And it's all due to the high humidity, could be caused by leaks, even water infiltration, um, possibly flooding conditions can all cause mold to grow indoors. Now, I'm not sharing this to stir up fear inside of you, because um, it could feel that everything in our environment is basically contributing to this poor indoor air quality. But I'm honestly here to give you some hope and to share with you why you should care about indoor pollutants. Now, during this pandemic, our eyes were open to the amount of people around us who have a compromised immune system or a respiratory um, disease. Now, one of the most common chronic respiratory disease in Canada is known as asthma. And asthma uh, actually affects 3.8 million people in Canada. I am one of that 3.8 million people affected in Canada with the asthma chronic respiratory disease. And this disease does not discriminate. It affects all age group and gender. So why should you care about um, indoor air pollutants? I mean, you might be somebody who does not have asthma yourself, but let me tell you, poor air indoor quality leads to something called sick building syndrome. And well building standards explains sick building syndrome to have symptoms such as eye skin and airway irritations, as well as headache and fatigue. Although you may think that this may not affect you because you don't have a respiratory disease or illness, sick building syndrome can affect anyone. Whether you have asthma or not, it's crucial that we take care of our health and ensure that our homes have the best indoor air quality possible. So let me help you. There are five steps that you can apply this week to improve your indoor air quality and just breathe better. So the number one, make your home a tobacco-free environment. So if there's somebody that smokes within your home, okay, make sure that your interior is tobacco-free, smoke-free. Okay, that's number one. There are stats to back it up. I'm not going to go into it, but that's number one. Number two, reduce the use of candles and incense in your home. If you need to extinguish candles, use a snuffer instead of blowing them out. And the reason for that, again, it's bringing back to the smoking aspect, not tobacco, but when you're blowing out your candle, the smoke goes in the air and it's off-gassing. Number three, use an exhaust fan. Now, every time you cook, and every time you're in the shower, 
turn on your exhaust fan. And by doing so, you're actually controlling the humidity levels within that particular space and you're preventing mold. Now, number four, create a healthy entranceway. So when we're entering our home from the exterior, there are possibilities that we are carrying harmful contaminants under our shoes, such as bacteria, heavy metals, lawn and agriculture pesticides, um, and even other toxins. So once you get in, make sure you have a walk-off system. So example, a rollout mat um, in your entryway. And that basically ensures that you're not bringing those contaminants within your home. Number five, number five. So before I mention number five, you need to make sure that you are tackling the roots of air pollutants. So know your roots and make sure you're addressing them. Number five is get an air purifier. Now, <laughs> I personally own one and it makes such a difference. I use one in our bedroom and I use one in our home office and it makes such a subtle difference. You might not be paying attention to it, but you breathe better. No more stuffy nose, no more headaches at the end of a long day. It just, you feel so much better. I mean, they're Right now, there's so many options in the market and it's super hard to choose. But my advice to you is find one with a high efficiency particle air filter. So they're called HEPA, H-E-P-A. So a HEPA filter can capture about 99.97 of allergens that are related to pests, dust, smoke, um, pollen, and even mold sores within our home. So there you have it. Pandemic or not, our indoor air quality is so crucial to our day-to-day -day lives. So take these five top tips, okay? One, make your home tobacco-free. Two, reduce the use of candles and incense. Three, use an exhaust fan. Four, create a healthy entranceway. And five, get an air purifier and you will see a huge improvement in your indoor air quality, your well-being, and you will be able to breathe better. And we reached the end. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five star. Give us a thumbs up. Give us some love. And until next time.